you are tuning in to Cosmic Trillion. I'm your host, Kevin. And today we have a very interesting guy in the studio with me. Um, we have Michael. Michael, thank you for your time. Thank you for coming down in the midst of this panic. <laughs> panic so, indeed. Yeah. Panic indeed. Yes. So for those who may or may not have heard of you, could you please explain uh, who you are? What do you do? Okay. Uh, hi, I'm Michael. Uh, my name is... Uh, Mind Flyer, that's what I'm known as. Uh, that's that's the name that I push out to the creative community. Hmm. And I've been around since uh, 1989. That and is I will... About 30, 31 years? 31 years yeah, this year. Yeah. No, 30 years. 30 years, yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, that was last year. Yeah. So this is 31, <laughs> yeah, you're right. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I went full-time in 1999. Hmm. Yeah. So that's where I first kind of like joined forces with some friends and we set up like a design studio. Yes. Yeah, but we all in this independent. Okay. Yeah. Is there a specific form of uh, creative arts that you do? Oh yeah, I'm a, I'm a full-time illustrator. Mm. Yeah. And um, I started out not uh, learning about illustration, but uh, kind of like knowing that that's what I want to do. I want to make a living drawing. Yes. But I don't know. I do not know how to do it. Yes. And uh, I do not know even if it's, if that's possible. Mm. But that's what I told my friends before I ROD. Any job that allows me to hold a pencil and draw and make a living, uh, that's the thing I'm going to yeah. do. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Okay. Um, let's let's start. You 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 mentioned that that was something that you knew you kind of wanted to do. Yeah. Do you remember the the kind of thoughts you were having? Like how 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 did something like that get sparked in some um, in, in you when you were young? I do not know if it's the same for, for the other illustrators, but yeah. it's always this thing like, uh, you're always thinking of drawing mm. and you're always, uh, like you always get a kick no matter how bad the drawing is when you draw. Okay. And that's the that's the thing that you always uh, have in the back of your mind. And then the first time when you get paid, when someone saw a drawing and they actually, hey, can you draw the same thing yeah. for me or draw something uh, I want for this and that and they pay you for it. Well, that that moment was aesthetic. And you never forgot it. And it's like, a, it's it. like a high. <laughs> and then after that, you just keep wanting to repeat the experience again. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, when you, when you first had it, it's like, wow, seriously? You want to pay me to do this? <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Um, do you remember if it's something uh, encouraged by your parents, even back then? Oh, no, 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 no. Not no. at all. <laughs> and, and you mentioned you didn't I go to school for it. I think it. you guys, if you guys had it bad, we had it worse. Okay, okay. Yeah, because back in the day, it was like, what? You're crazy. You know, nobody would want to study art. In fact, mm. uh, that's what I didn't do for O-levels. Okay. Uh, in fact, I kind of have an inkling of lighting my art class in, in secondary school, but yeah. uh, somehow... Uh, it was like, I just find it's too boring. It's too academic. Okay. Like they force you to do things a certain way. Yep. And I'm not into that kind of shit. Yep. So I prefer to figure it out myself mm. and uh, look at books, go to the library. I spend, wow, like almost three or four days a week yeah. in the evening in the library. Wow. Looking, looking at stuff. Because yep. there's so many things, so many interesting things to, to inspire you, to learn, yeah. and to kind of like get you started on what you want to do. Yep. That, this, this is way before the internet. Way la. before, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah so, so it's like, it was never encouraged. In fact, okay. every time I was seen at a table after I finished my homework drawing, yeah. you'll be like, huh, you're drawing rubbish again. Oh, oh you're at it again. It was like, wow, super disheartening. And it's not just your, your mom or your dad that's doing it. Yep. They're not so... Uh, they they discourage, but yep. they are not as hurtful as your siblings. Yep. 
Yeah, they'll be like, you know, it's like totally useless. You're okay. still drawing rubbish. You know, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sure those conversations that you have had is, is not uncommon. I think some of the younger creatives might have actually heard. So what made mm-hmm. you want to continue doing it? Is it purely our passion and love for it? No, I think, I think it boils down to like, yeah, you, you have that feeling, right? Yeah. How, how badly do you want it? How badly do you want yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. How, okay. how, how, you know, it's like, it's like you're on crack. <laughs> okay. Crack Maybe, for all those know. who I don't know, it's a type of drug. <laughs> it's like, you know, wow, you know, that, that high when you get, when you just in your own zone and just doodling, yep. whatever you want to, to draw yep. and stuff like that. And, th- and that time, I can't even draw freehand. It's mm. like, I, everything was, was uh, with a template. That's why I, I kind of like, was very happy when I got into a technical school. Mm. Because at that time, it's like technical school is where you do uh, drafting. Yep. Yeah, so we had the T square, set square, and everything, and then we got to do uh learn learn a bit of the autograph autographic projection. What is that? Okay, so that's that's where you like you break down an object into the three views. Yep. The plan, the side view, and the 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 what do you call that? The elevation, whatever. Okay. Yeah, okay. You break it down, and then after you learn how to construct like, isometric drawing yep. and uh, isometric drawings and uh and uh exonometric drawings. I have no idea what you're just saying. <laughs> Okay, so so isometric is 30, 30 degrees. Okay. And then exonometric is 45. So exonometric is when you look at it on plan, it's a perfect plan. I understand. Okay. Yeah. So I, I, I get kicked uh, doing that. And then it's like, yeah, I'll be like, once I, I finish my homework, that's the priority. You have to finish your homework. Yep. Then after that, I'll be like busy taking on my paper, taking on my templates and then just drawing, 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 doodling, whatever I, I like. Especially cars at that time. I was just crazy about cars. Yeah. Interesting. So this was, um, you say technical school. Secondary. Secondary secondary school. school. Yes. So, where did you go for your tertiary education? Um, Okay. So, in secondary school, uh, it's like that at that time, uh, all the smart kids were into like uh, metal, in the metalworking class. Interesting. Yeah. Metalworking class. Before that was uh, electrical engineering. Okay. So you it's a technical school, so you can pick like uh what what kind of what uh what stream you want to be mm. in. So all the smart kids will be in uh, electrical or in uh metalwork. Yep. So the worst kids will go into woodwork mm-hmm. or they go into arts class. Interesting. Oh, and then after okay, there, there's also a group of smart kids who go to the science class. Uh. Yep. Yeah. So I was in the woodworking class. But I was still very happy, even though I didn't do very well because like, hey, I get to do technical drawing again, yep. you know? Yep. I get to do working class, which I enjoy. And um, yeah, but the, the no-no thing was, uh, don't waste your time, don't take art. Don't waste your time, don't take art. Is yeah. this from your teachers back then? Or? No, it's like, it's, 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 the, it's the idea that uh, all the kids have at that time. Mm. Yeah, because at that time, I know I want to draw, but like the way they teach art in school is like, oh, I don't want that. You know, okay. I don't want to sit uh, for O-level and... and Go through all is that. It's very like a, um, structured, like it's very too, constricting. Too structured, yeah. You got to shade in a certain way. You got to yep. make this thing look real. You yep, know? Yep, <laughs> yep. Yeah. So yeah. So it's like I find it very boring, mm. and so I skip that, and I script through O levels. Okay. Because I think a lot of things happen at a time. Yep. You know, it, you're in your teens, yep. and then uh, we're having some problem at home and stuff like that. Yeah. But I was kind of uh, lucky that I managed to get into a drafting class in the Singapore Poly. That's architecture and building oh, department. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Is, is that a very far cry than what you learned? Um, drafting class? Okay. At that time, of course, it's like you're thinking, oh, the closest thing to design is to go to Baharudin and to do graphic design. What, what is the, the equivalent of Baharudin today? 
Temasek Poly. Okay. Yeah, that's the precursor. Gotcha. Uh, the, 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 yeah, before Temasek was mm. uh, Baharudin. But it was a very funny um, so-called uh, 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 school in the sense that it's supposed to be a creative school but they were like training kids to to kind of like to to go for jobs in the advertising industry and the printing industry. So mm. can you imagine it's like a creative school, uh, art school, yeah. but everyone wears a uniform. Oh, that is so weird. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Back then. Uh. Yeah, yeah, back okay. in the day. But that was like when when we went for the excursion to to like to see what all those kids were doing, it's like, wow, the artwork is wonderful. They're doing airbrushing and all that. Wow. And, and it was like, wow, we're so impressed, you know. And my one well, of my cousin was actually a graduate from there and I always look up to him yeah. to, to for all this. And he graduated from the school. So I was thinking, wow, if only I can go to that school. But my grades were not good enough and I didn't take art. So mm. that's a that's a problem. So the closest thing that I can find is that's like something to do with drawing, but uh that don't need art is this particular course. Drafting school in Yeah, and quality. I didn't get in the first time, I got an appeal and then I managed to get in. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So that was quite fortunate. Mm. And then uh I was enjoying myself because at that time was I enjoy all the technical drawing stuff. I was good at it. Yeah. Uh, in fact, we always go the extra mile and uh, like the teacher will ask for something simple. Yep. But we will like say, oh, do a construction drawing a window. Yep. What me and my buddy did was we'll do exploded view. Oh, wow. Is it a, a two-point perspective one? Or? Uh, no, it's just a isometric mm. but all the joints are exposed. Wow. Okay. And, and we just get a kick out of it and try to outdo each other yeah. and, and stuff like that. And then other than that, I love the library. Um, the, the, the Polytechnic before it is now was the original design by uh, Alfred Wong. He's an old architect. And okay. at that time, that was like the uh, uh, sp- sp- quite new. Yep. And it, it was like one of the nicest and the biggest uh, Polytechnic around. And it's got a lot of those sky bridges cutting across campus. And it's got a nice library. Yeah. And I spent a lot of time in the library because it's got a huge uh, architectural collection. Yeah. Yeah, so I pick up a lot of my architectural knowledge uh, from there because at that time I switched. I was very interested in architecture. Yep. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, so a couple of points I want to touch on. Um, since you have the ben- you you have the benefit of hindsight right now, yeah. like looking back on on your your entire journey, really. Um, what are your thoughts on creative education, and how they they're teaching creativity in schools today? Because because you, you 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 did mention something about they are prepping quote unquote prepping uh, at that time. Yeah. I think you say at that time, but to yeah. me because I, I I recently graduated about maybe a decade so a, a, a decade ago, so it's still mm. kind of fresh. And in thinking about it, mm. it it does kind of feel like that to a certain degree. So I just want to know what minus I, what the it, uniform, minus <laughs> the uniform. Yeah, you have a little bit more freedom in that. But I think yeah. um academic-wise, mm. uh, academically speaking, it, it still feels like that. So I just want to know your thoughts because you have the benefit of going through the entire system and having the experience right now. Um, I think for uh, for someone, I mean, coming from an institution, example, I think their, their KPI is, oh, I need so many graduates to mm. go into the industry, blah, blah, blah. So they have to do things in a very uh, kind of like a, almost like a factory, you know, to turn out students yep. to fit the industry. Where I'm coming from is a little bit uh, uh, different in mm-hmm. the sense that I believe that, uh, in fact, the kids should try to learn and experience as many things as possible. Because when in school. When in school, yeah, because I believe that it helps. And I, I think that job attachment thing is important. Okay. Yeah. Uh, like an internship? 
internship, yeah. Um, and the the kind of the way they set the curriculum, I feel that is important too. Mm. And, okay, at one time because right now the I think during your time it was the first two years you were like kind of like doing general um yes, at studies least the first or design, right? Foundational, yeah. You have a foundation, yeah. I wouldn't call it a foundation, but not not like LaSalle because I was from TP as well. Yeah. So they were just they call it the foundation year, but it's just they throw you as many things as possible. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not exactly foundation, foundation per you, se, yeah. I mean it's like everyone comes from diverse backgrounds. So you yeah. have to kind of like kind of like equalize everything so, so that you get degree. to experience different things, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. But I feel that that one is still a little bit controlled in mm. a way. Then after that, the third year, suddenly for your FYP, yeah. you're supposed to, hey, are you going to do illustration? Yeah, you have to major in something. Or yes. photography. Yeah. Yeah, I find that weird. Okay. Yeah. And and in fact, at that time, um, I, I know some people hate me for it in, in the institution because what I said was, uh, because a lot of students came came to our event and they start asking me, hey, what should I take? Ah? Should I take this, this, yeah. this, or this? And then they said, should I do illustration? I really love illustration. I said, uh, I don't encourage that. Okay, because at that time, right, you only have three years to polish up your portfolio mm. to make yourself employable. Yep. Yeah. And unless you 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 are good at what like you can draw pretty well and you you have an eye or you are like above average in yep. terms of your your peers, mm. in terms of uh knowing what the hell you want to do yep. and you want to pick illustration, then that's fine. But it's not for everybody. So a lot of them ended up having very weak portfolios because they focus too much on illustration and oh, okay. they are not very strong in design as well. So yep. they end up with a folio that's like what they call half fuck la. It's mm. like not good in this, not good in that, yep. how to employ you, you know yep. what I mean? Yep. <laughs> yeah. And worst thing is, uh, if their attitude sucks, that's that's even even worse, worse. right? Yeah, yeah. So it's 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 not exactly the problem of um the the school and, and the and the the system they have. It's partly part and parcel the, the student as well. Um no, of course, whatever it is, it boils down to you because how you want to walk that path is you, right? Mm. You're responsible. Yep. It's your own life. Uh, but you cannot blame everything on the school. Mm. Yeah. Because a lot of things, uh, like what you say, eh, they never teach me that in school. <laughs> I've definitely heard that before. <laughs> Many times. Yeah. And I always want to smack the, the fellow who say that because yeah. I think, hey, hello, you are the person that, that understand what is it that you don't know or what is it that you want to know. Yeah. You have to be proactive in like going out there and finding sources, asking people, you know, and trying to learn it mm. rather than blame, hey, the school never teach me, so don't blame, it's not my fault. Mm. <laughs> I, th- I think that is, that is, a, that, that, that is a very funny sentence because I've, I've definitely heard it a couple of times before. Like yeah. people or young creatives back maybe in school or just graduated, when you ask them what do they want to do, they, yeah. the, oftentimes the, the, the answer will be, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know is a very, very common answer when you ask something like that. So I'm just wondering if is, is it a problem with, them, with themselves? They haven't experimented enough to know what they want to do? Or is, is there just too many things that they don't know what they want? Or I, I've heard that uh, like some of the, the, maybe the illustrators that are a little bit older than you, mm. but younger than me. They're telling me that, oh, it's because kids nowadays, they have too many choices and they're scared mm. of failure. Okay. So a lot of them don't dare to commit. And it boils down to something as simple as this, which really uh, 
aggravates me when I'm 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 conducting a class. Yeah. As simple as you give them an assignment and say, okay, next time I see you, I want to see a, a starboard or a um a master board. What's you a know? starboard? A starboard. As in like starboard, okay. a starboard, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. So at least you you give me an idea of what is it that you want to do your project, what should it look like, or what is it that you what kind of direction, what kind of mood or feel that you want for for your piece, yep. you know, for your illustration. And the next time when they come to class, all I see is a bunch of uh, links. Oh dear. You know, when I go to their, their, their for the consultation, when I, when I talk to them, it's like they're showing me uh, 10 web browser windows that are open. Oh. <laughs> like, Hello? Yeah. What is this? Yeah. Like, I want to see a PDF. I want to see you, you know, commit to, okay, I want a, 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 a something a, a, like a bird that looks like something from this illustrator yeah. Yeah. and this particular bird and this kind of color scheme, yep. blah, yep. blah, blah. And you you have to make up your mind, right or wrong, I don't care. As long mm. as you make up your mind and tell me, hey, uh, is this okay? I want to do something in this direction. Instead of showing me, you know, 10 web browser windows. <laughs> so, and, and everything is like fluid, you know, it can move. Ah, it could be like this, it could be like this. You know, mm. it's like, and there's no commitment. Do you think it's a lack of, I won't say purpose, but a lack of, uh, what's that word? Direction, even from the student themselves. Like, they are very unsure mm. and they are afraid to fail. They are, they, do you yeah, think it's a notion that's... of having a right <laughs> and a wrong in art? Do you, do you think it's like that? No, there's, 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 that brought out another point about like, uh, people coming to you after grading and say that, uh, why did I get a B for this? <laughs> mm. You know? Mm-mm. It's like, they cannot take it. It's like, it should be an A. Why why, why do I get a B for this? You know, oh, I've never oh, got so, a B so, before. So, so it's not coming from a point of learning. They are actually curious as to why they didn't yeah, get a Yeah, grades is super important. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, which is kind of uh, funny la, to me because maybe I'm I'm not the academic sort. Mm. I'm looking at uh, the result and what you learn and, and how you go from there. I think that's more important. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so so that's the thing. So it's like uh, I I of course there are some students who who are willing to like bite the bullet and say yeah you know this is what my starboard looks like yep. and then from there you can guide them yes uh in a more purposeful manner yep. rather than those people who throw you ten browser windows and like it shows uh, their I, effort I, law I guess yeah it's like, no it's like no so I what I, what I always ask them to do is like I I don't want to see your browser windows. Pick what you want, put it on a PDF, then we talk. <laughs> if, if you don't mind me asking, how yeah. long have you been, been teaching and what uh, education <clears throat> level have you been teaching at? Um, so what I did was mostly uh, adjunct. Okay. Yeah. What is adjunct? Adjunct as in like a, a part-time lecturer. Okay. Yeah. So I did uh, Tomasi Poly, mm. uh, LaSalle yeah. and uh, NTU. NTU ADM. Yeah, ADM, yes, okay. yes, yes. Yeah. So but it's like it's a, go, that, a good mix of diploma and degree students. La. Correct, yeah. Okay. And uh, I would say I enjoy the the LaSalle and the ADM one more because mm. it's less structured. Interesting. Yeah, so they kind of like, as long as you, they give you some broad guidelines and then you submit what is it that you want to do with the students yeah. and then they approve it and it's okay, you can just go, go with it. Guidelines meaning from the admin structure within the school. They, they give you like a more free reign. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Okay. Exactly, yeah. So you can pick your projects, like how you want to shape it. As long as the students cover certain things, yep. you're good to go. Interesting. Yeah. And I find that the students are a little bit more interesting as well. 
Mm, I was just about to ask that because yeah. um, Tomasic Poly, usually the students are like 17 to maybe 20, but, but 21 also, max. Yeah. Okay, but also um, the other thing is uh, the students that I met when I was at TP was maybe second year students. Okay. So it's not for FYP. Yep. Yeah, maybe FYP would be more interesting. Mm. Yeah. Whereas the, the students I met at LaSalle and NTU, they are older. Mm. Yeah. Do you notice any sort of patterns just teaching all these years? Different groups of, of students. Any patterns within, let's say, a, a younger crowd and maybe like a like more mature ones? Do you, do you notice like a shift in their thinking? Or is it more or less the same? Uh, one thing I find is like, because the first, I first started out um, teaching students in NTU. Yep. So NTU is like super ulu. Okay. Like, like location-wise? <laughs> location-wise. Okay, well, I can it's agree. Like yeah. Super ulu, okay? Yeah. And then it's like when you go to class and you talk to the students about, oh, have you gone for this event? You've gone for that event, yeah. seen that show, seen this show? It's like, uh, no. <laughs> you know, they don't venture out of uh, NTU Island. Gotcha. <laughs> NTU Island. Yeah, yeah, it's super ulu. Except for some students that are really interested, they actually kind to find out what's happening in the community and you yeah. talk to them about, oh, uh, you know who is so, this particular illustrator, local illustrator, blah blah blah, and then oh, they kind of aware who mm. is this, and you show them their work and stuff like that. Um, but most of them are just totally unaware. It's just oh, I'm here to do this assignment and get my grades. Interesting. Yeah, that's that's a very odd approach to to art and to learn about art, isn't it? No, I think it could be. It's 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 just the environment that they're in, lah. Mm. Yeah, but. Of course, I've also met students whereby uh, it's more than that. Yep. Yeah. In fact, we 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 have seen quite a lot of them blossom into very interesting artists. Yep. Now, yeah. I'm I'm very curious. Like, let let's touch on the 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 students that actually blossom into very mm. very good artists. Do you mm. think, like, from your perspective as a educator, mm. are those the type of students that don't need much pushing? That they are actually self motivated enough to go and take it themselves. Or do you find that they do need a little bit of guidance here and there? Or is it like a strictly case-by-case? Because from from my perspective, um, Mm. I feel that education can only serve up to a certain degree. The rest of it, I can give you the best education in the world. But if you're not willing to to basically put your skin in this game, you're not going to succeed. No matter whatever tertiary school you go to. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, I think, especially in the creative line, mm. you have to be self-motivated. You have, you have, you got to be self-learning. You know, like you got to have that hunger to find out, hey, how to get this thing done? How come this guy can do it in this way? Yep. Is there a shortcut or is there yeah. some way that I can hack it and do it myself? Yeah. Yeah. But a lot of students are like, huh, okay, uh, teacher, yeah, you're in class. Uh, what are you going to teach me? What can, <laughs> yeah. I gain? what can I gain from your class? You yeah. know? Yeah. You know? Interesting. But that, that, like, that, that is something that you... It's unteachable, isn't it? Uh, you can inspire. No, you, you, can yeah. te- you can show them techniques. You can yeah. show them like, oh, you know, especially with a class project and tell them that, oh, uh, you want to do this? Oh, you got to look at the so-and-so's work yep. and then maybe you can do it in this particular way but they still have to go and try and f- uh, see what's the workflow that, that works for them, right? And mm. see what what works and what doesn't work. Nobody can do it for you. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Like some someone may be like, uh, like maybe my way is to do it in Photoshop, yep. but you have a better way after playing it around with other kind of software or from from uh, from what you're used to. Like a lot of the students in NTU at the time, they were using, they're drawing in Kira, if I'm not wrong. 
Kira. Kira, yeah. yeah. It's another it's another drawing app. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they they find that hey that that works better. I I I get certain effects that I can't do in Photoshop. Ah. Uh, some some stuff like that. And and we, we are always open to that because there's no true and fast and there's only you know my way or the highway there are yeah. so many ways you can do things so even yeah. as an educator you have to be open to to learning from yeah, yeah, I think yeah. students as well yeah that's why I like the interaction because it's like no matter what it is uh, you there's always something you can learn from the students as well it's, it's, it's a two-way traffic yep yeah it's not like you dishing out everything and they have to follow everything that you want to the T interesting yeah but some some students don't get it you know mm. they'll come telling you They'll tell you like when you show them uh, what you call it when you give them an assignment yeah. they'll try to second guess what is it that you want. Second guess? Yeah, like Do you have uh, an example? I think he would want uh, like a certain kind of look. They try to guess uh, looking through my portfolio thing that oh, maybe if I do this I will get higher grades. You know that kind of thing? <laughs> so, so, so I guess the motivation is different, isn't it? Yeah, it's totally different. It's just how to game the system and get an A. <laughs> mm. Yeah, which is sad. Yeah, because school is only for that three years or four years. After that, you're out in the world. It's 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 like you're you're learning. You know, you got to know how to uh survive, right? Survive is the word. Yeah, and how to solve problems. Yeah, mm. uh, and you got to have a direction of how do you convince the client to to buy your solution? Yeah, I've I've a very interesting question. Do you think yeah. younger creatives, especially those in school, mm. going to graduate? haven't had much experience, do you think they're a bit delusional? Delusional in the sense that they maybe have this very very romantic preconceived idea of what being an artist is, being an illustrator is. And let's say if they don't have someone to tell them, oh, this is not actually how it is, when they go out into the industry, mm. they get a big shock because they don't have, they're, they're not well equipped to, to survive. Because mm. you, you have definitely seen a lot more students yeah. than, than me. Yeah. I think uh, they have this romanticized image of what a creative is mm. or illustrator. It's like, wow, you know, an illustrator will do this or do that. Yeah. You know, you don't take shit from client. You know, <laughs> you know. Your own boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Your own boss. You do what you want, draw yeah. what you want. You know, it's yeah. like, it, it doesn't work out that way. You know, so it's like, uh, I think somehow I, I, I feel that if they have gone through the rough the rough way like a lot of us had had in the past what do you mean like like, okay like when when I want to be an illustrator back then first thing I don't even know there's such a term called oh illustration Mm. illustration right yeah it's like I I only know that oh it's some kind of artist commercial artist or something what what were you seeing back then if Hmm? you can tell me because there was no internet yeah, yeah. Books? but there are a lot of magazines, okay. a lot of books, okay. and uh, there's. Uh, I love going to bookshops, and there are a lot of uh, overseas magazines. I think at the time you get a lot of Japanese illustration magazine, a lot of manga as well, mm. stuff like that. Okay, so you you've seen stuff that wow you, and you know wow how cool it is to to do this. But you probably don't have the vocabulary. Right? You don't even know the, the word illustration exists. Exactly, yeah, okay. exactly. So I think the the first time I saw that word was. Uh, there's a Japanese magazine for illustration. Mm-hmm. I think it's called Ilas, something like that. Okay. Yeah, and then you start feeling, oh, so it's actually called illustration, blah, blah. And then, oh, then they show you step by step how people do stuff. Yeah. 
And the only way to gain that knowledge is unless you want to make pilgrimage to the li- uh, to the bookshop, <laughs> you know, every weekend just to steal some knowledge yeah. or you save up enough money and cough up the $30 in the 80s to buy that magazine. Is, is that a lot of money back then? Yeah, $30? 36 bucks if I'm not wrong per issue or $42, something like that. How which much is, would that be in today's like 50, would you, would rough? Is maybe about 60, $60, $70, Whoa. something like that. But that, back then, the salary wasn't that much, right? Mm. Yeah. I, remember, I, I would imagine 30 is quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's, that's the thing. I, I just feel that if, if they, it's like, they'll probably think, oh, I've gone to school. I studied illustration. Why do I have to take this shit? Mm. You know? Yep. It's kind of like, they, they, I feel that's a baggage. Okay. Yeah. Whereas to, to me, to me, it's like, I don't know anything. I'm here to learn. You know, it's like, oh, I can do this. Oh, sure, I'll do it. You know? Interesting. Yeah. It, so that, it, that curiosity <clears throat> even, yeah. Yeah, because we don't have that thing. Hey, I studied in school. I I, sh- I know all this shit, you know. Mm. Don't, I, I don't need to hear it from you. That you kind of hinders the, the, the individual performance. I feel so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah because it's like I, te- I was telling them, it's like you, you go anywhere, open your mouth, you ask nicely, the whole, that whole room of 20 people can be your teachers. Mm. You know, it's not like, oh, it's like some people go to a room, they check it out. Hey, I'm the best one here. All these motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. No one worth uh, talking to. You know, yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah it's wrong. Eh? Yeah. Unfortunately, that's the kind of attitude that sticks with us with, perhaps it goes with the image of being an artist. Like, like you have this grand artistic vision that you want to accomplish. Yeah, that's I think- why you, you look down, even look, that, that, that feels to me like you're looking down on people because you don't think that they can teach you. That's that's the thing that I feel sad about. Like, uh, of course, there there are there are people like that. They feel that oh, I need to have this force field around me mm. to to show that I'm I'm better than you. Yep, yep. You know, the that asshole, kind of thing. the asshole, basically. Yeah, yeah, it's like you know, uh, I've done better projects than you. You yeah. know, it's like oh, you may have a bigger project, but I'm more skillful than you. Yep, yep. So why? Yeah. <laughs> So that's why we believe in like building a community and getting all the artists to meet each other and to know what everyone is doing. And it's like, hopefully become friends and I don't know, you you may learn from each other, you may reference each other, mm. you may work together in future, you never know. But at least it should be a, a, a community whereby people are friendly and you can kind of like learn from each other. Yep. Yeah. Interesting. You, you mentioned referencing. Yeah. So I think one question I've always had is what might your thoughts be on art uh, students mm. or like young artists referencing uh, perhaps more accomplished artists' works? Referencing that they they, they, they draw inspiration from it yeah. to the, the spectrum of maybe they, they, they copy it. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? No, I think it's fine. I think everybody would have to go through a stage like this. Mm. I'm sure you have. I mm. have. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like it's, it's part of the learning process. But don't don't go to the extent of like uh, what do you call that? It's very irritating, right? Especially when you when when you are the person who's like kind of like oh I am this is my way, you know. For twenty years I'm drawing like that, and then some mm. young punk come and like you turn right, they turn right, you turn left, they turn left, you change color palette, they change color palette. <laughs> <laughs> that that is, that, like, that is pretty annoying. Yeah, that's super annoying, right? So the thing is, this emulation thing, I think is important. Everybody goes through it. It's like uh, you reference. Let's say you like uh, Victor Nye, for yep. example, or or Yokosumizu, you yep. know, or James Jean. Yep. You learn something from them. Then after that, somehow you digest it. You know, you went through your filter and then it comes out as something a little bit more evolved. 
it mm. should, right? It shouldn't be exactly like what James Jean is you doing. You don't blindly copy now. it, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You learn something from, hey, how that person draw, draw that eye in this mm-hmm. manner that appeals to me? Yep. I want to know. I want to try it out. Yeah. Or you make an exact copy and then you sign off and claim it's your work. Oh, that wow. is, That's really... That is not uncommon, <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I think it still goes back to... um. The word digesting, the word is digest. Yeah. So it still goes back to the, the kind of thoughts that you have. Even though you are aware that you are looking at like, like a famous artist's work that you really like, you still yeah. have to uh, take it in yeah. and analyze it to a certain degree. Yeah. Interesting. Chew, chew it and then, you know, get the nutrients from it and then make your own shit. <laughs> I don't know if it's because I skipped too many classes in school, but mm. I don't remember school teaching that. No one ever even mentioned about something like that. They could have mentioned it in passing, yeah. but not as um, direct as, as what you just said. No, I mean, that's how we learn. Mm. That's how we learn. That's how I learn. Yeah. It's, like, it's like, when 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 I first started out, I was like, you don't know shit. Yep. You you don't know what is your style. Yeah. You know, so oh, you... the style word, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you, you're like, you, you try, oh, I like this person's work. Then I, I try to draw something that I try like kind of my version of what I think it looks like or mm. how the person does it. Yep. Break it down yep. and then it's like, try it. You may end up with something else. Yep, yep. And then after doing it with uh, three or four different artists' work that you like, yep. you end up with something that is closer to what is it that you want. Mm. It could be a mesh, a remix of like five of these great gurus that you like. Yep. But there's nothing wrong. You learn something from there but don't try to you know, blatant line for line, stroke for stroke, copy yeah. it and then say that it's your work. I think that's wrong. Mm. Yeah. But you have to learn something from it and then try to adapt it in your own workflow. Interesting. Yeah. So, uh, I had Peter So <laughs> yeah. uh, on a couple of episodes back. So, we were just talking about like the, the local Singapore creative community after he came back. Mm. And he did mention something about how he feels that some of the younger creatives, they lack a certain sense of confidence. Mm. inherent confidence that they are afraid of saying hey this is my work look at it mm. why you should look at it mm. would you agree with something like that because um, let's say what, what kind of a context is that um, I think we were talking about creative education and why it feels a bit stagnant and not moving as quickly as it should mm-hmm. yeah because I feel that we the Singapore creative community and the creative scene should mm. be at should be leaps and bounds because we are in a very unique position of having both Western and Eastern sensibilities. Yeah, and we are very tech infused in our in our community, mm-hmm. and we are very savvy with tech. Mm. I feel that we should be leading in, in terms of at least be on the level with with other countries such as Japan. There, there is always like an allure with when you talk about arts in Japan, mm. when you talk about arts in Taiwan, there's always like a certain sense of allure. But mm. when you talk about Singapore arts, not just uh, illustration per se, like music, mm. theater, mm. things are progressing, mm. but it, f- it still feels like a slow crawl per se. Yeah. So I think he, 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 he just mentioned something about how perhaps some of the younger creatives, they feel like they are not good enough. There's always this sense of not being good enough. That, okay, this is something mm. that they have to overcome. Okay, that's why I, I need to understand uh, the context of why he made a statement. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I might be, I think I'm totally paraphrasing, but that was yeah, the yeah. sense I got. Yeah, yeah. because for, for where I'm coming from is that uh, I think we are unique in that sense uh, as compared to Taiwan or Japan or even Hong Kong. Mm. Uh, we are smaller. Mm-hmm. 
our talent pool is smaller, our audience is smaller, our you know, people who will buy our works, they're lesser, fewer. Yep. So the market is actually very small. On top of that, we are very fragmented. What do you mean by that? It's it's like uh we have no like for a big city to say that oh this is a niche crowd. You know, uh, they are, they're only into reggae, whatever. And mm. then you have a club seat, uh, event, then you have a reggae night, whatever. Those those cities will have a much, much bigger turnout than what we have. Yeah, just probably have 30 people. Probably, They probably have 300 at least, mm. you know, and they'll call it oh, just, a, just a niche crowd. Yep. Whereas for us, it's like, everyone is doing different things. And if you if you want to have a, like a, 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 a interest group, Unless it's something like you know, anime or manga, yeah. anything else is going to be very, very small, mm. right? So in terms of like a uh, uh, community pushing together and trying to do new stuff and conquering bound, uh, you know, uh, new new boundaries, it's like um, it's very tough. Okay, I feel it's very tough, but it's not that no one is doing it. There are people doing it, mm. just that uh, maybe they are not consolidated yet. They're still hanging loose, but I think there are people who are making, uh, breaking into the scene overseas first mm. rather than in Singapore. Does anybody come to mind like in, in recent memory? Um, I don't know. In terms of music, I always look up to uh, the Kitchen Label. Uh, who, who are they? Because I've Rick. definitely heard of them. Yeah, Rick. Yeah, Rick. So I think the first time I got to hear about them was when they were doing uh, when it was known as the Appetistra Fly. Okay. Yeah. So it's a music label. Mm-hmm. So what? What I had a chat with Rick, and I was like, "Wow, it's amazing." It's like he. I think he started out as a creative, as a designer. Yeah. And then after that, he got into music, and they just, just work out as a band yeah. and then they were performing overseas and then somehow they feel that hey, I want to do this label because it's like uh, I want to like uh, cast I mean make their own CDs and yep. records and whatever and, 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 and sell their music yep. and then they kind of get a following in Japan so Japan is from what I understand is the main market they even have a lot of Japanese musicians signing up with them. Wow. And then when I went over to Japan to talk to some of the illustrators, friends who are also musicians, yeah. when they heard that, oh, I'm from Singapore, they said, oh, have you heard of Kitchen Label? It's like, wow. <laughs> you know, it's amazing. Mm. Yeah, and then uh, photographer uh, Leslie. I've never heard of him, yeah. No, so he, Les- Leslie... Leslie Koo, if I'm not wrong, I can't remember. I, I know it's Leslie. Yeah. So he 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 shot a lot of uh he got into trouble because uh he shot some news mm. for his exhibition and then apparently I think uh he got arrested for one of the photos or something what? like that during the exhibition because in Japan you're not supposed to show pubes, okay. if I'm not wrong. Okay. Yeah, okay. Something like that. So wow. but because of that, or oh, oh, that's one incident where he like suddenly he becomes super hot. Got it's a like notoriety the, to his all, name. Yeah, okay, all the okay. all the big names wanted to work with him and he's yeah. a Singaporean. And then, of course, uh, our guru, Thesis. Mm. Yeah, he's making a very good name for himself overseas, especially in Japan. Yeah, the the new, uh, the, the, the last collab he did was with the Olympics. He was wow. invited to make a poster for the coming Olympics. Yeah. So the notion of, so you would frown the notion that the art scene in Singapore is not adequate, but it's actually on the up and up and comparable to a global standard. 
there are there are people like pushing trying it. to pushing out there, trying to compete on, on the global level, yeah. but not not of course not the, not everyone uh, mm. because it's like uh, somehow we are very comfortable in this bubble. Yep, I would say, and uh, and these people f- somehow feel that you know it's like we have to break out and get our stuff out there and then see what the response is mm. and they were well received la. yeah then not not forgetting uh, also uh, Anonymous who's that what is okay, that okay Anonymous did the uh, Design Film Fest okay yeah so when when I first heard about the event I was like very fascinated because the graphic design is very interesting yep very nice I like it and uh, the 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 it's not just the the website or the posters that's nice. It, the care and attention went all the way down to the individual tickets. Mm. The the tickets was like their their pride and joy. It's like yeah. every ticket was like so nicely printed. Yep. That is really befitting of a design film festival. Mm. I I feel which nobody in their right mind would do it because like tickets stop. After you go for the show, you tear it, boom, that's it. After yeah. the movie, you throw it away. Yes, yes. Yeah. But that kind of care and attention went all the way down to that. And and to me, it's like, it was very smart. It's just a very small team. Mm. Two person, right? Who's heading the whole thing. And when they have a festival, they probably get some freelancers to help out. But only two person is in charge of curating and running and thinking of what to do That's incredible. For, for the festival. Yeah. And uh, it is, uh, they make a name for themselves regionally. And also, uh, I think they, they showcased in New York as well. Wow. They did some shows in Bangkok. And then because of that, that becomes like their calling card. So it's actually a design studio, right? Mm. Who got a chance to 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 run a film festival. Yeah. That becomes their calling card that they are getting bigger, like very amazing jobs overseas. Incredible. Yeah. <laughs> to me it's like amazing. It's like you you gotta help yourself. You gotta you gotta put yourself out there, right? Doesn't mean that you you you're small, you cannot think big or aim big. Yeah. Which is amazing. I think you I, I will send you some links to, yes, to please, read out yeah. if you have not heard of, of their story. Yeah. Interesting. So what do you think is unique about being a creative in Singapore? <laughs> um I think we are very, very lucky. Okay. I really think we are. Uh, at one time, we always look up to... Uh, okay, back, back when I first started, it's like, you, you're just a pair of hands. You know? what, what do you mean by that? You just do the work? You're, you're just... All the ideas and all the direction comes from the art director or mm. the ad agency. Mm. By the time they call you in, it's to execute. Okay. Yeah, so that's that. That's how it was back then, mm. and then it's always like, oh, can you do this Keith Herring style thing? Mm. Can you can you do this this particular uh drawing that looks like this? And then they show you all the samples, blah yep. blah blah. And then so a lot of the illustrators who started back then were very good technicians. They can copy anything. Yep. <laughs> yeah, really, they can copy anything. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. So of course, some of them kind of like evolve and make a name for themselves doing certain things. Yep. Yeah, but that that's, that was a problem. But what I see now is that at least there are a lot more younger artists who are known for what they do. Mm. 
and they are sought of sought after because of hey, I I want so and so to do this because I've seen her other work and yep. then blah blah blah. Yep. I, I like that. Yep. Yeah. So that's good. And um we are kind of like a regional hub. Regional hub. Yeah. What what do you mean by that? Like a lot of uh multinationals set up their regional offices here. Mm. And because of that, we have more opportunities to some jobs that are not available for let's say an illustrator in Taiwan. I see. Example, yeah. I see. Uh, and because we are, we speak English. Yep. And we speak Chinese as well, so there are more opportunities opening up for us to to a certain extent compared to someone who only knows Chinese mm. or Japanese. Yep. 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 Yeah. And the last thing I heard was, uh, it wasn't like that before. It's like I think if I'm not wrong, when we first started out in Asia, the best and the most well paid illustrator would have been a Japanese illustrator. Mm. You know, in Japan, especially when you work in Tokyo. Yep. Yeah. That was the place to go to. Yeah, that was the place like the, the New York, maybe yep. of Asia, or maybe Hong Kong. Mm. Yeah. So if I'm not wrong, right now, I think outside China, maybe Singapore is the place. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. S- supposedly, like, yeah. because if you think our, our fees are bad, if yeah. you go to the other places, it's worse. Mm. Yeah. How does so that make you feel though? Lucky, because... Huh? How, how does that make you feel? Because you, you have seen growing up yeah. and you, you have seen how it transitioned from how it used to be. How our fees drop. <laughs> we can talk about that later, but I'm just curious to know, like, <clears throat> does it does it give you hope? Not about the fees part, but how we have shifted. It used uh, to be Japan. Now you say outside of China, Singapore is kind of like the second one. Yeah. So it's a very good uh, incubation place for, for, I guess, talent. Yeah. And there's like a huge shift. Yeah. No, I think, I think the... I think we're in a good place. Mm. We still have an edge, but it's like how we play our cards. It's like, what? So what? You're in this hub. What are you going to do about it? Are you just going to sit there and just be in your own bubble and do your own shit? Mm. Or are you going to make use of this and as a jumping board and go go do something somewhere else? Or make use of the Singapore brand to yep. do something somewhere else? Interesting. Yeah, which is what we are trying to do to a certain extent. Uh, yeah, which is like to... to, to Kind of like have this cultural exchange <laughs> with uh, different people yeah, yeah, in with, the region through through the illustration festival. Yep. Yeah, that's why we we started it because we feel that hey, you know, it's like why can't we do what they do over there? Because we we we, we feel that we need it here, mm. but we are not we are not seeing anyone doing it. Let's do it. Yeah. Was um, was the organization of illustrators council mm. born mm. out of these uh these thoughts that you had along the way that you wanted to I, I guess uh. <laughs> gather people of, 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 of different skill sets together just for communication, just for them to talk to each other and interact with each other. I think the, the OIC uh, started out, I think in the first place, it, in the first place, it was out of curiosity. Curiosity? Yeah. Okay. Because it's like, at that time, uh, which was like, kind of like the, when the internet was still pretty young and it was like kind of maturing exactly. when you're still using MSN. How, how long ago was this? <laughs> Like uh, 2005, 2006. Okay. We've, we started in 2006. Okay. It's like we see quite a few illustrators online. We've seen their work, yep. but we know their, their, their kind of like uh, uh, moniker, mm. but we have never met them. Ah. And then so I was thinking, oh. Can't put a face to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah correct. Exactly. So we were saying, like, hey, so and so, you know this two other illustrators. Oh, I know these two other illustrators. Mm. Why don't we have a gathering and have a dinner and let's all meet? Yeah. It just started out like that just mm. to make friends. And then it, it, it was interesting. We had about like 16 to 18. 
Whoa. people who who met up for dinner. Okay. And then after that, we kind of like know each other, exchange name cards. <laughs> name cards. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then kind of like, oh, manage to say face to face what you like about the other person's work mm, kind of thing, mm, which is mm. kind of like heartwarming. And then after that, from there, that was, that was just it. And then after that, uh, we decided to have a blog. B-L-O-G. Blog, yeah. Okay. Like a, a website, so-called a blog together to feature the different works from different illustrators that we like. Yep. That's how it got started. And then after that, we didn't do events until it was a challenge thrown to us by the Mad Market at the Red Dot Museum. I can't remember that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So that was in 2000, uh, the tail end of 2006. Gotcha. They decided, hey, you know, since you guys are illustrators and uh, we have this space here, would you want to do an ev- event for illustrators? Mm. Yeah. So it, it was something that was like thrown on our lap. And we're thinking like, huh? <laughs> what you want to see us do? See us draw? <laughs> draw what? You know? Okay, okay. We were clueless then. Yep. But somehow, we we managed to do the portrait thing mm. and it kind of stuck. And then along the way, since 2006, we tried many different things. Yep. But nothing sticks like the portrait session. We even had live suit screening. Yep. We even sell merchandise from different yep. illustrators, blah, yep. blah, blah. But it was too much work. So the illustration thing stuck uh, the, the portrait thing stuck for yeah. with us for 13 years until... 13 uh, years? Yeah, 13 years. Yeah, yeah. Without fail, every single month. Wait, every single month for 13 years? Yes. So yes. that's 12 times a year times 13. It's actually more than that because we, we were also drawing at events. And this is on top of whatever amount of jobs that you guys exactly. have. Exactly. Okay, okay. Exactly. But we just feel that it's very important. And in fact, halfway through... I realized, hey, this is a community center for illustrators. That's why we're doing it. Yeah, <laughs> You know, and I feel that, yeah. And then through it, we met a lot of young illustrators. At that time, they were young, but now they are like... Uh, 13 years later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. they're like mature illustrators. Yeah. They have their own fans. They, yeah. they have a good following. And it's like interesting to see how they grow and how we have blossomed from, from there. And then, then after that, you feel like, okay, we have the community. We have the community center. We have an event. What's next? Yep. So that's where the festival comes in. I feel that, yeah, after after so many of them went to London and then, or Japan, and start yeah. seeing that, wow, in Japan, you have Design Festa mm. and then in London, you have Elkaf and stuff yep. like that. Yep. What are we doing here? <laughs> so it's like the, the same notion of why can't we have something like that in Singapore? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I think you, interesting because <clears throat> one of the questions I had was who who were the type of people that you were attracting with OIC? Because it feels to me like it was something that allows like younger illustrators might not have much experience to, yeah. to, to kind of get, how would I say it? First-hand contact even with, yeah. with more experience because it wasn't something that you had growing up. Yeah. Because you mentioned that you had to go to libraries. You have, you, you have to get it through books. Yeah. But now that with, uh, when you guys started OIC in 2006, it gives a lot of Inexperienced people still maybe still in school that mm. are actually curious about it mm. to actually have a, a, a real physical in- interaction with you guys and talk to you guys, which is very different from just through email, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, yes, that's that's the basic idea. Mm. It's like you know so and so. Let's say you know flea circles. Yeah. You can see flea circles. Yeah. She's there. You can yeah. talk to her. Yeah. You know, just be nice and 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 polite. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, because sometimes it can get irritating mm. when also, when some of them like. We have met quite a few. We have zero EQ. Ah, okay. You know, super awkward. Yeah. And then it's like, like, everywhere you turn, they are behind you. Oh dear. (laughs) 
so that's super irritating. Yeah. Yeah. So, but of course, there are nice people who are like, you know, they'll ask you, hey, you know, I want to do this. Uh, I, 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 do you have some time? Can I show you my portfolio? You know, that kind of stuff. Mm. Yeah. We, we do, we do entertain that, uh, provided is, uh, it's not intrusive lah. To a certain degree, lah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not like, can you see my portfolio. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess, <laughs> I guess with something like that, it could feel. I, I don't know. I, I'm just speculating, but it could feel a bit intimidating. Have Have you had people that afterwards told you that oh, when 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 I first came for an OIC event, it felt a bit yeah. intimidating because there's so many of these accomplished illustrators. Oh yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. There is. Uh, I mean, there there are moments like that, but also. Through that, then they see how how real or how down to earth we are. Mm. You know, just just fellow Singaporeans, we're here to kind of like um, have this community so that we can encourage one another and 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 see this thing grow, la. And to survive. And to survive, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And make sure you don't quote too low, <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that is always that is always an issue. That, yeah, that's yeah. a very I have a very interesting question later, but I just want to go into the festivals that you guys do. Yeah. Because I'm sure you can testify to this but pulling off something like that is not easy oh it's a royal pain a royal pain <laughs> in the ass yes, so yes, yes. Um, do you how, how how many of these festivals have you had thus far I think we have done three already okay yeah uh, we were supposed to do the fourth one last year but we decided to shelf it and push it to this year mm. and then the virus hits <laughs> so, <laughs> so we're so so just going to date this episode yeah, yeah. yeah it's supposed to happen in April but uh, we got to push it back to after June now gotcha because we just got to f- have a better feel of where this whole thing is going still before. pending la, yeah. yeah we have the venue we, we we have we know who who we would like to be in the market we've already sent out invitations and yep. we already got some confirmation but the thing is this this we just got to have a better gauge of why, where this thing is he- heading mm. and then we will know like, okay, nail down to a date yep. and then we're going to have th- make this thing happen again because we feel that uh, is we really need to have this festival. Yep. Yeah. You really need to have this Yeah, yeah because we, we have so many positive uh, feedback yep. from those who attended or those who, who have seen what was achieved yep. and they feel like they, they really want to see this thing going uh, for, for every year. Yep. Yeah. But then we, we are trying a different, a slightly different uh, model this year. Mm. So hopefully things will be better. La. Yeah. <clears throat> but we definitely, we'll definitely make it happen. Yeah. Interesting. So the response over the years, it's majority positive or it's mostly positive. Yeah, yeah. But but same like for every every anything new in, in especially locally in Singapore, right? It's like you you have to do a few rounds and then do adjustments along the way and stuff like that then you will come to a, a sweet spot like what is the perfect model for you? Mm. Yeah. Because it's not easy. The, the, the first this. time you guys had wanted to do something mm. like this, did any of, of you or anybody in your team had any prior experience to, to do like an event like no. this? <laughs> no. <laughs> not okay. really. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like we 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 had some guidance from Alcaf. Okay. Yeah, so the team from Alcaf was quite quite helpful. Uh, they're very nice to give us some direction, give us some pointers. Yeah. And then th- we also got their support during our first event. First, uh, first, how, how first, so? first and the second event. What do you yeah. mean by support? No, in the sense that they recommend artists. The first one, we actually flew, flew their team down. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And then quite a few of the artists. Yes. Yeah. We just feel we have to do it because it's like, if not, it's very hard to get it off the ground. 
Mm. Yeah. It was very well received. Yeah. And and throwing an event like this of this magnitude even yeah. is on top of the jobs that you guys have yes. on the day to day. And everyone is busy. Wow. And then no, it's it's like it's amazing that uh we have a bunch of people that uh feel the need to get this thing done and they are committed to it. Mm. So they actually set aside their schedule and whatever and time just to make sure that we we make this thing happen. Uh. Mm. Yeah, not everyone is so community minded. To mm. be frank, mm. yeah, it's not easy. Um, we are very blessed to be able to have this bunch of people. Uh, but they are also uh, what do you call that? It is tough lah to find these kind of people. Yeah. That is the fact. You know, we are lucky to have this group. Yep. but we need more because it, sure. because it is. It feels to me like you are doing grassroots activities. It is. You it are is. contributing back it to is. a community, and it oftentimes. To me, it will feel like you're contributing to something invisible. You're, you're not getting yeah, yeah. anything in return because a lot of things these days are very transactional. Like you do something, mm-hmm. you get something in return. But for something like that, you 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 are just giving back, con- continuously giving back to the community. I mean, because it, we come from a a, a a time where this is so lacking. Mm. And we feel that if this is within our means and then there's a community that want to see this happen, why not? I see. You know, what's there to lose, right? Mm. Yeah, and I when you say that, oh, what do you get out of it? Mm. It is not tangible, like, like what you say, but there are definitely some good vibes that we get out of it, uh, especially for those who are helping to run it. Mm. Yeah, it, 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 it reflects well on the community and it makes us look good in a sense that uh, like... Uh, it's something beyond just a bunch of illustrators getting together. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And then it's like, it's not just helping this group, but it's also pulling the whole community together to mm. do something. Yep. Yeah, to represent it. This is what we do. You know, we're, we're not the, the manga people. We're not the, you know, just the... Uh, not even fine arts. Fine arts, yeah. yeah. And then it's like, hey, illustrators represent. We need mm. to, <laughs> we do have something right, out yep. there, right? Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. Since since you did mention that, I'm curious to know: mm. um, is there, if any, a difference between art and illustration to you? Okay, to I, I'm not academic, mm. so it's like if you want to look, ask me to look at something to understand something and read through three paragraphs to to appreciate it, mm-hmm. like the wow. rationale. <laughs> yeah, it's like wow, it's like. Super tough okay. <laughs> for me. Okay. Yeah. So where where I'm coming from is like um it has to it has to tickle me visually first. I'm a very visual person. Yep. I think most of uh, our illustrators are, and uh, I just feel that we we don't need to do what the fine arts people are doing. You know, mm. what we have here is a important part of our so called culture. Yeah, and we, we are contributing in a different way, in a more visual, in a, once you look at it, you either you feel it or you see it, you understand it, you don't have to read anything. Interesting. Kind of, kind of thing. Or, or when I read something and I look at this, I feel that I get two to 300% worth of something rather than just the text alone or the picture alone. So you can understand uh, whatever the, the, the person who created created the, the piece is trying to say just by looking at it because of the visual cues that he has put in this piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's, it's, it's like you don't have to be super brainy or whatever to get it. Mm. 
because the 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 illustration can come at come at you at different levels. Yeah, yeah. Of course, there are some that are super cryptic, you know, or 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 super clever. Mm. It's like you need to what well, you know, look at it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ah, you have to meditate on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then it's like you pat yourself on the back. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. Like, oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's stuff like that. And 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 like when you talk about illustration, it's, it's not just something that is uh, like a, what do you call it? Editorial piece or something. It could be just purely decorative. Mm. Yeah. And just, you know, seeing, you see something and then it's just like it appeals to you or you, you get a kick out of it. I think that it really serves a certain purpose. Yeah. Or something like infographic or yep. like a, a, a graphic novel. Yep. With a story, yep. a storytelling element to it, yeah, why not? It's like all these, all these are the things that we are trying to champion. Do, do you think illustration, the word by itself, yeah. and everything that it encounters, because illustration is a very vague term. Yeah, it, it's umbrella term for a lot of different things like graphics, infographics, graphic mm. novels. Those are considered illustrations as well. Do yeah. you think what purpose do you think it serves in society today? Because I feel that a lot of people are, I feel that they're unaware that they're actually looking at a lot of illustrations. Because mm. illustrations to someone, the, the word illustration to someone outside of the creative uh, sector, mm. they might not know what the word even means. They know graphics, for sure. But illustration feels like a very, huh? It's, it's a very specialized term. Yeah. Yes. It's, it, it, in a way, it is. They know drawings. Yeah. They know doodles. Right, Graphics. Right. But illustration feels like one of those like bad comparisons, a medical term. It, it feels like a very, very specialized term that only specialized professionals that illustrators would know. So I'm just curious to know what do you think that the, the, the role of illustration per se is in the in society today? Is it to communicate something? I think okay to me uh, where where I'm coming from is that uh, it used to be just loosely termed as commercial art. Ah okay. Yeah. So it's tied very closely to advertising. Yep. Yeah. But now the the the, the boundaries kind of like broaden. To me, even it encompasses like a wall art, mural, yep. uh, graphic novels, yep. animation, mm. you know, because there's still drawing and yes. illustration involved and uh, tattoos. Interesting. Right? So it's not, but, but of course, uh, the commercial bit will be like there's transaction of money. Mm. You know, you, you earn something from there. Yep. You make money from there. Yep. And it's not just uh, it's more. It's not just, and it's more than just. Oh, I do it because I like it. I feel good doing it. You know. So because it's more than just self-serving. Yeah, yeah. Because back in the day, it's like when you say commercial art, it's like really, I'm a pair of hands, and oh, uh, so and so, like we're going to make an advertisement to sell Milo. You oh. know, and they need illustration. Yep, yep. You know, so they're. I, I'm just drawing for Milo. Yep. Right. But now it's 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 quite different. In fact, I feel that right now it's interesting because there are a lot of people who just feel like, oh, I just started to draw uh, there's this, um, what do you call it? Uh, I don't know what's the correct term, but it's just that everything looks so morbid and ugly. Grotesque? Grotesque. Or, uh, okay, yeah. grotesque. Just like, and, and that's all they do. Every figure, everything they draw is just like, you know, a lot of slime, yeah. eyeballs dropping out, you know, it's <laughs> like, uh, fangs, yeah. <laughs> you know everything is super dark and creepy yeah. but that's what they do and they enjoy it and that's also commercial that's also illustration right mm. yeah because there's a market for it somehow somehow yeah there's a following and people like it and then wh whoever is doing it 
it's like wanking to them. They love it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> interesting. Interesting. Yeah, so, yeah. There, there has been a shift la, just in the definition yeah, yeah. So, of that. So, so to me, it's like, it's like, it's like once you talk about, hey, this is like wanking. It's like, hey, that's fine, right? Mm. So, <laughs> so it's like kind of like blurring in a way. Blurring. Yeah. Interesting. And then it's like you you look at some of the so-called fine art uh, artists mm. that are like on the boundary. Uh, to me, it's like, of course, the, the very visual, you know, painterly kind would be something like uh, Mark Ryden. Mm. You know, or James Jean. Yep. Right? So it's, it, it's, it's going in between like, oh, it can be super commercial as in like, it could be drawing for a perfume brand. But at the same time, his work is hung in a gallery. So w- would, would you... Would the labels of illustration or even fine art be mm. a bit too uh, reductive for someone like James Jean? Because I think I, I remember reading, because James Jean mm. is an artist uh, from America. Mm. He got to start doing a lot of comic book covers. Yeah. And I think for a moment on time, and he got a lot of other commercial work mm. based on those covers. And I think for a moment in time, he, tran- he was transiting towards gallery work, which is normally a place of fine arts. Mm. And I think... I don't know if I'm remembering this correctly, but his works weren't selling as well or as high mm. because he had the stigma of being an artist for, for comic book covers. Mm. So, I don't know if things have changed, mm. but there seems to be like a, a limit or a ceiling for how far Illustrator could go and the art world is very closed off. But mm. but now it's, it, it feels very different for him because now yeah. he's, he's constantly getting shows and yeah. there seems to be good momentum because a lot of um, other lowbrow artists like Takashi Murakami yeah. has backed him and has kind of validated him per se. But there was a moment in time where he has gotten like a stigma for being like a comic book mm. artist and the galleries is just a bit off law. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, it's like uh, end of the day, um, I, try, I try not to be in the labels game. Okay. You can help it. Like the music is just music. Lah, right? No punk, no rock. No, I mean, like, <laughs> I, I love it. You know, I when I listen to it, I dig it, I feel something. Okay, mm. that's good enough. Mm. Yeah, and I enjoy it. Uh, so for me, it's like, uh, don't be trapped in that label thing. It's like, of course, if I can, if, if my work is appealing to someone, like, you know, I'm just designing this label yep. and they feel that, oh, they, they like the label and it sells the product, yep. that's fine. But mm. if that same star or whatever I'm doing can also be hung in the gallery, oh, well, Wonderful. that's good. Yeah. yeah, why not? I'm all for it, right? So I, I, I wouldn't want to like. Oh, wow, am I in this or am I in that? I feel that it's there's no need to lah. Have you always thought like this? Because I'm asking because um, mm. when I was back in school mm. and along my artistic journey, I think mm. the word style mm. is oftentimes brought up. What is your style? Mm. What types of illustration styles can you do? Mm. It almost feels like a, a a commodity per se. Oh, this style. Is has more commercial value than that style. Mm. And style feels like a very limiting thing. So I just want to know if, if that particular line of thought about not trying to limit even your own creative definitions or, or framework, ha- have you always had like, like this train of thought? Um, or, or did something change? Uh, someone said something to you or something you read changed it? Okay, I had, I had this thing whereby... So I started out working for a lot of agencies. Advertising. Uh, freelancing. Okay. yeah. So I always say, back in the day, every time they come to you, it's like, hey, Mike, can you do this? Can you emulate mm. this? Emulate, like, we yeah. don't say copy. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Such a yeah. fancy word. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> emulate, you know. Yeah. And then it's like, so I end up with a portfolio whereby I tried quite a, a lot of things. Yep. 
And then, but of course, somehow there are, there are some stuff that you prefer to do and more than others. Naturally. La. La. Yep. Yeah. Then one fine day, so I, at that time I was a designer. Yep. And uh, I, at that time, I think if I'm not wrong, we had the, internally, let's say if you're the designer in the studio, sometimes you can, sometimes you can, you can be asked to do the illustration as well, in-house. Yes. So it's like, being illustrators, there are quite a few of us who like to draw. We yes. always try to pitch our portfolio for it. Mm. Yeah. And then I got this remark from my ex-boss that says, that, oh, your star is always the same. Your star? Like like the way you draw a star? Yeah. You're always into this. You're always drawing that. Da, yep. da, 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 da. Because after trying so many things, all they see is, I always do this. Mm-mm. So it's, it's like a two-edged sword, a two-edged sword kind yep. of thing in the sense that First thing is like, hey, that means I'm heading in one particular direction that's very distinct. Mm. You know? Yep. Or it could be that uh whatever I do, they 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 just have this stigma in my mind that I'm only good for one thing. Like that that's kind of, the flip side of it? Yeah, okay, okay. That's a that's a problem. So I I I just feel that uh like like a, a singer that you like, mm. you know. Maybe for the first two albums, they sing in that particular yes. thing that, wow, hey, wow, this is dope, man. Yep. I love it, you know? Yep. Then third, fourth album, hey, why different already? Mm. Then you start to lose interest. Yep. You know, that kind of thing. Yep. So I would say, it's, it's something you have to weigh on. It's like, how, how much do you love doing this? Because when you talk about like a super pro illustrator, yep. it's like, I think at the drop of the head, you ask them to reproduce that, what they did. Three, three years ago or whatever, they can just do it like that. No, mm. no problem. But some illustrators, they evolve, they move on, they can't. Interesting. Like, huh? You only do that? That was four years ago. I don't draw like they that They might anymore. not even be willing to if they oh, can. Oh yeah, it's like, yeah. wow, I hate that. No, I only do that because the time it pays the bill. Yeah. <laughs> Put for the table. But yep. now I'm into something else. Yep. Yeah, so it's like you you have to, to weigh it. But no matter what it is, your voice is still your voice. You can't change. Mm. You know, through your whatever makeup or what you do that somehow you evolve into this. Yeah. Right? And then you're you're still learning every day and you're still pushing the boundaries and, and trying to do it. It's your own artistic journey, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I mean, especially if you if you think you're creative and creative thing is what you're you're in it for. Yeah. Of course, there are some people who's like, ah, oh, chakwitiao, okay, chakwitiao, pop, 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 still the chakwitiao that mm, you want from 10 mm, years ago. Mm. Right. <laughs> and, and, and I guess to tie back to what we, we talked about in the beginning, yeah. there is no right and wrong to this. It no, is I think up it's... to the individual to explore, isn't it? Yeah, I, I think so. It's like, what kind of creative do you want to be? What kind of creative do you want to be? Yeah. Interesting. Some people are just happy, like, hey, as long as I make, you know, so much money doing yep. this exact same thing that I yep. did 10 years ago, yep. why not? Yeah, more power to him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, but, but some people say, wow, it's too boring. I know, and one... I do one more piece of this, I'm going to throw up, you know? Mm, <laughs> do one more. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. So, when you when when someone else noticed that that you had you were moving towards like a particular style per se, yeah. has that changed along the way for you? From since no, that instance? No, definitely. Now? I think I I I'm I like to try and push new stuff. Mm. But what I would say is that uh I the, the, the mind flyer DNA is always the same. What is the mind flyer DNA? Okay, because it started out as a, it's like, you know, you start out, you know, emo teenagers. <laughs> yeah, you always have these things like, oh shit, life is so bad, you know. It's yeah, like, yeah. oh 
fuck and just go to stay in the room blast music and draw rubbish you yeah, know yeah. and then you're like oh wow shook you know? <laughs> <laughs> you got this thing right yeah. so you try to hey you know that this feeling I try to keep this feeling in all my work even though I may evolve and draw on different stuff so I, I believe somehow uh, those who who have seen my work I mean, they, they found something in it yep. that feeling is still the same mm. yeah I that's what I I always have the back of my mind when I do a piece of work even up to today when you, you create it yeah, yeah, yeah interesting yeah because trying to recapture that you know like the first infatuation thing <laughs> mm. yeah in, in your drawing some yeah. th- 30 plus years ago yeah interesting yeah I think that's how you maybe that's what keeps me going yep it's like you know you never died yeah, it's not like after a while, like, hey, fuck this shit. Yeah, yeah, because do this anymore. <laughs> I think one, sure, you, especially with, with social media and Instagram these yeah. days, you see people constantly put, putting out work. Yeah. God knows if it's on a daily basis, but you you, you see, you're, you're like one degree of separation away from the, the artists that you look up to. Yeah. And you, you see the amount of success they're having. But yeah. I think one not commonly talked about thing is creative burnout. You mm. do have people who Perhaps they try so hard, mm. but for some rhyme or reason, they they just give up. And those might be really, really talented people because maybe there isn't anyone there to to talk to them about it. Maybe they're just very uh, introverted. They, they don't want to share. But creative burnout is a thing. No, it is a thing. Yeah. So to me, it's like the number one thing, like those who know me, it's like uh, I take care of myself mm. in the sense that I try to have enough sleep I go running, <laughs> you know. Yeah. I, I try to maintain some kind of exercise uh, routine. Uh. Mm. Yeah, so I I wouldn't like day in, day out, sit there, you know, draw until I collapse. Like you, you know? chong la, basically. Yeah, no, I mean, chong, of course, there are some days that you have to chong, you will miss, you will sleep late or you 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 get very little sleep. But I try not to make it a habit. La. If I can, I, I'm always telling my, my peers, you are your own boss, right? You have to adjust the schedule to suit your your time mm. you know it's like if the job is too rushed you you just got to think of whether is it something that you want to burn your weekend for is it worth it is it la? worth it yeah it's like I mean not being jaded no just that it's like up to a certain age you feel like hey no lah I'm, I'm not I'm this shit is not for me yeah. first thing is not my not really what I want to do second mm. thing is they want it like tomorrow <laughs> you know <laughs> very common yeah very common. it's like do I really want this yeah you know yeah, so it's like, I, I try not to lah. Yeah, I so, think that's very important. And then the other thing is also unrealistic expectation. From? For 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 these people, like what you say, they give up halfway. Mm. There are many, many talented people like that. Many. Yeah. yeah. So to me, it's like, how talented you are is not a measure of how successful or how long you're going to do this. In fact, it could be the biggest crutch. Interesting. People say, hey, fuck, I'm so talented. Why... Why after five years I'm still doing this? Ah, that that is a, okay, okay. I to me, it. that's the biggest crush. You know, yeah. it's like you're so talented. So what? Mm-mm-mm. You know, I mean, it, it, it's like that. And yesterday we were just having dinner, and then we <laughs> were just talking about, uh, what, life is unfair. Mm. It is unfair. Yep. It is. You just have to bite the bullet and make the best out of it. So you may be maybe the most talented person. Yep. Right, and it's like you know you started Instagram. And then you have like 1,000 followers after two years. Yeah. And then someone that is, uh, like we say, a lesser being than you, mm. who cannot even draw like you, yep. 
who's like horrible, yep. but they have 10,000, 20,000 followers. So it followers. goes back to that. Perhaps that, that sense of pride like, because of yeah. this talent that they you have. They let that eat them up and then it's like, oh. Fuck this. Yeah, like, <laughs> and I'm it's not to, paying me. Yeah, Fuck this. <laughs> I'm going to sell insurance. <laughs> <laughs> all property or one of or many, many sell chicken rice. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Very interesting. Yeah. Do you think that there is a lack of business etiquette in creative these days. What I mean by business etiquette is a lack of negotiation skills, a lack of just common business skills to, to equip them as, as a very well-rounded package as a creative in times today. Uh, because speaking from experience, yeah, there wasn't any. <laughs> there wasn't any? There wasn't any sense. fundamental business skills that is actually important for you when you graduate and when you want to freelance. Not that I can remember, not that I've actually went for the class. That means you're talking about the famous line they don't teach you in school. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. No. I, I would say that a lot. I think school for me personally was just an introduction to the fact that something like comic books exists. Because when I grew up, I didn't know that it existed. Huh? I don't know. I just had no exposure to it because my parents were not creative. I had cartoons and games and all that, but I, I never knew comic books existed until about 1920. Honestly, because it's I just had no, I had no older brother, no older siblings, just had no exposure. You don't to go it. to the library. No, not back then. Yeah. What a sad childhood. It's very interesting when, when I think about it because yeah, I had just never, no exposure. They never brought you to the library. Maybe I just skipped school that day. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean like you like when you're young, don't they bring you to the library? No. Not that I can remember. Our library is wonderful, you know. Now I, love I know our library. Uh, now yeah. I know it's amazing. Yeah. It is amazing. It was already amazing back then before the internet. That is That's insane. why I spend like, you know, like three, four days uh, every week mm. over there. Yeah. In fact, at one time, uh, I, I told someone was that I, 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 I told you it's very super emo, right? Teenagers, right? Yep. In fact, I said, oh, I'm going to commit suicide and if I die, cre- cremate my, you know, cremate me, put my ashes in the library. <laughs> very interesting in a book I hope yeah. in a book that you really yeah, really yeah. like bury me in the garden or somewhere you know, in the library well, I'll be so happy be you know that kind tree. of shit right? yeah. 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 No, it, it's like that so it's wonderful so oh, you, you didn't know about comics and then after that I, I guess for me school was purely just an exposure to to the, the creative community and the creative scene at large a lot of the learning I did was just self-initiated. Yeah. But without comics? After that whiffler, I got an interest in it. No, but before that, were you really interested in art? No. I, I got in... So I was from Tomasic Poly. I was from... No, a, before Tomasic Poly, what were you into? Science and math and all those things. <laughs> no, so you're like the typical ideal, uh, you know, Singapore student. Uh, kind of like... Kind of. I, I, shelter. I, I, Shelter. <laughs> oh, definitely, definitely. Then, I, I, I got in just because my grades were good enough. And so school, tuition, school, tuition. No tuition, <laughs> no tuition. per se, wow. but I got in just because I, I, I never took art before. I have mm. no um inkling, no But you've seen your, your friends, other no. classmates taking art? No. Art, art was always, even okay back then, back uh. in my secondary school, art was always only offered to, uh I think, is it the normal ACAD one? I don't remember any... Oh, no, for the Express students. I don't remember. Back in my school. Wow. Like, yeah. So, I got in only because the, I remember very distinctly that the course description for mm. the Polytechnic course, mm. it sounded interesting. That's all. Mm. My and second then, choice was law. 
Wow. So if, if it was full, I could have... Any regrets? I've made my peace. La. I think, as I mm. said, school, mm. I took four, four plus years. I stayed back for fun. La. Anyways, mm. long story. But mm-hmm. school was merely just exposure. Mm. A lot of it, to me, I rationalize it as it has kept my interest all this long. Mm. And it's still keeping my interest because it is something that is constantly evolving mm. and it evolves as much as you want to put into it. Mm. You, you need to have skin in this game mm. and of recent years, it's more of, yes, art is this one thing, but mm. there are a lot of different sectors that you might not even be exposed to. What I mean by that is philosophy, mm. uh, technology, mm. science. How mm. do you incorporate all these different spheres into mm. your art? Mm. So, as I said, look, I remember thinking very distinctly, um, do I still want to do this? Because I know the road hit. Mm. It feels to me like if you say to yourself, you want to do art, mm. you're signing a contract saying that you have to give up certain things. You have to sacrifice. Mm. Sacrifice is the thing that I feel that not a lot of people talk about. Mm. A lot of people like to have this romanticized ideal that, mm. oh, you're an overnight success. Mm. You just, especially with Instagram, it's very easy to say that. But I mm. think the word sacrifice and what you're sacrificing, you're realistically sacrificing is, mm. it's a very less talked about subject. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's like to 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 they they feel that it's it's such a glamorous thing to do, probably or you know they probably have, they yeah have the, they have the wrong idea. Yeah. Uh, definitely sacrifice is 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 a is a thing mm. for for us. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Especially for quite a lot of us, is the income. Mm. Yeah. You may not be making as much as you would like. Yeah. Yeah. But do you want to stick to it or exactly. you just want to, you know, just throw up your hands and walk away? Mm. <laughs> yeah. right? Unfortunately, life will get to a certain point where you have to have a, a certain level of income for, for certain responsibilities. Of course, of course. Yeah. And you're talking about uh, being business savvy. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like a lot of stuff is like you you feel like, hey, I, I don't know this. Where can I learn about this? So mm. you have to pick up things along the way yes. and then uh, the other reason why the community exists is that we are always opening up to uh, the younger ones as in like if you have any problems you can actually reach out to us and ask us nicely we will tell you ask us nicely <laughs> yeah yeah no seriously because, because it's like we have knowledge to share for sure in for fact sure. we even try to like conduct workshops and talks which we did but not every single year we do that Mm-mm. and then on top of that, we will like post out some things like, hey, you know, this is bad practice or this is uh not the not the way to run a contest or something like mm. that. Yeah, or don't take part in this because uh it's not worth it. It's mm. because uh, the it's it's uh, taking advantage of the artists or students yep. or whatever. Yeah, so we post out information like this. But then there are always students who feel like, oh, because your OIC, uh, 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 how you quote for this, uh? You know, that, that, that kind of Yikes. thing, you know. It's like, <laughs> okay. you owe them, you know. Mm-mm. It's like, no, we there don't. There is a sense of entitlement for exactly. whatever reason. Okay. Yeah, and even the way they come across is like, uh, uh, it's like, you're like Google lah. <laughs> hey, my client uh, asked me to go for this. Uh. How, uh? How much? Oh, dear. <laughs> you know, so, so where we're coming from is as much as you want to be nice and help out and to like, to, to to tell you, give you information or whatever, give you some guidelines, you have to do your homework as well. Mm. So one one basic point is, it's like, if you need help, show people that you're helping yourself. 
a good point is like, okay, talk about quotation. How yep. do you quote for this? Exactly. Do your homework. Find out what, how people quote something. You can just Google. There's a lot of information out mm. there. Mm. Uh, work out what's your hourly rate. Mm. And then based on whatever little you know, try to figure out, hey, maybe this job, because of this spec, I want to quote so much. Then you approach a senior. Hey, so-and-so, uh, can I, sorry trouble you, can you help me check? Is, is this correct? I'm quoting for this job. Mm. Is this the right price? You know, then at least they will tell, okay, you've done your homework. Then I tell you. It's mm. not like a blank sheet, just some, <laughs> even just <laughs> copy and paste the whole spec. Hey, how to quote? Uh, like that. Yeah, yeah. Do, do you think money, talking about money, having yeah. an open discussion about money is quote-unquote a very taboo thing to talk about in Asian society? No, I thought this famous or we're famous for that. I think it's like you ask, hey, how much you making now? Huh? You know the kind of thing. I, I Especially would, in Singapore, I would disagree with that because I, I would feel that just asking someone how much they're making per month, just talking, having a very open, not not for comparison's no, sake, but having an open discussion about money to someone you you might not even know that close. Mm. No, of course that 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 is is going to be super awkward, lah. Mm. You've got to be. Have quite a rep, familiar rep, yep. some 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 know that person reasonably well yep. then you post that question say yep. hey, don't mind me asking you yep. blah 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 you know yeah then you 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 probably get a, a suitable response uh. mm. but but backtrack a bit just now we're talking about a, a, a business uh, sense of how to yep. how to do things I find that the the biggest problem right now is a lot of people hate to talk on the phone one of them <laughs> Huh? <laughs> I'm one of them. <laughs> well, okay, why why would you say that? It's like, okay, every one of us are busy, mm-hmm. right? And then you'll come up with like some joker with a complex problem and then they'll text you, hey, Michael, uh, how do you... Then it's like... Then Paragraphs you, <laughs> Yeah, then you reply. Then well, again, you know, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Until I got fed up. Then I just say, hey, please lah, I'm drawing. Can you just do a voice call and then, you know, s- short and sweet. And then yeah. you just, yeah. you know, finish it off. And a lot of them are just afraid of making a phone call. And then, that is important. Why? Because, like, goes goes back to an email, right? Mm. Email, you get an email from a client requesting a quotation. Yep. Say, oh, so-and-so, uh, we like your work, we want you to quote for this. Yep. And then, they will send me the email. Hey, Mike, how how to quote for this? Uh? Then I say, hey, hello. So many things you don't know. Do you know this? Do you know this? Do you know this? Do you know this? Oh, yeah, oh, no. Let me ask them. Then I say, uh, so how are you going to ask them? Oh, I'm writing an email. Uh. Yep. I say, can you stop the email nonsense and just call them? Ah, uh, why? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I were there, I'd probably ask why as well. <laughs> no, because the thing is, okay, Maybe I'm old school, la, mm. but I feel it's, it's very useful. Okay, And a lot of people uh, hate doing this because it's like back in the day when you were trying to get into a studio, an agency, you have to like make cold calls, write emails or try to make appointment to meet someone. Yep. Yep. Here you have someone from agency reaching out to you, mm. asking you for a quotation yep. and you have questions. You're just going to email them and full stop. Oh... You know, and then go ding dong 10 emails, then f- finally figure out, oh, fuck, oh, that's what they want. And then the worst thing is, some of them just see the first email only, oh, oh, like that. Ah. 
they're like so scared. They just want to get the quotation out and then... Interesting. <laughs> you know, I don't have anything to do with it anymore, you know? And then you're missing a lot of opportunities. Why do I say that? Okay, because to in order to get a quotation that's uh, proper, proper in the sense that it's favorable to you, mm. fair to you for the job, yep. you need information. Mm. There's nothing wrong to ask for information because you need to know like, oh, you say that you want uh, uh, this particular style. Sometimes yes. they don't even tell you how many pieces. Mm. Knowing how many pieces, you will know how much time you need. Yes. How much and effort. knowing yep. what's the size. Yep. Knowing uh, how are they going to use it. Yep. Right? And uh, knowing uh, how tight is the deadline. This kind of thing, if you can ask them, in a, ask them to fill out a form, you know, and then they give it to you in a form, whatever. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. But you also want to talk to the client to at least have a gauge of get to know this person in the agency and also to find out like, hey, how, how, what do you think is their budget? Ah, the, the B word. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think is their budget? Because it's like, you could think that, hey, you know, because blah, 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 blah. And then you think of well, one astronomical figure. But in actual fact, they, they cannot afford. They only have like a fraction of it. Yeah. yeah. Right? And then the worst thing is sometimes they draw an email and then they ask you for a meeting. Mm. When you don't know shit. Yep, yep. Say, come and take the brief. So norm unless you're them free lah. Okay, going down to meet them is good lah. Mm. You, you at least one more contact. Yep. Yeah, part of the network. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. But the... But the, the the so what I try to do is like from the email, I try to get to know this person. I try to understand uh more about the project so that I can make my quotation more accurate. And I also want to know what's the nature of the job. Because sometimes from an email alone, without talking, it's very hard to understand. Mm. I, I feel so mm, la. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. Or worst thing is the person that's contacting you is just the traffic. Traffic. Not Traffic as in the art buyer or the traffic. Traffic is the one in the in the agency uh doing all the coordination for the for the for the art director and okay. the creative studio. Oh traffic. Yeah. The traffic. <laughs> wow, okay. Yeah. No, no, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so so they may not understand the full story. They will still need to get a director yeah. to call you to explain to you what that that visual is about. Mm. Then at least you can work out a more accurate quotation. Yeah. And then after that is, if I don't understand the job, okay, I will not, I'll try not to go for the meeting. What do you so mean by if you don't understand the job? If I don't understand what is it that they want, why do I want to go down for the meeting? It's a waste of time. Yeah, it's a waste of time. Yeah. And then, then, then another thing is, once you receive an email, right, uh, you got a brief, you got to have a very clear picture in the mind, ah, I know exactly what they want and I know how to code. Mm. I know exactly what they want and I know I can deliver the job. Yep. Yep. That's why you fully no, well, all you the connect all the dots, all like. the stars in heaven are aligned, <laughs> and then you can hear the choral, yeah. you know, angels singing. Like, wow. And when they accept the budget, better. yeah, then, <laughs> wonderful, right? You yeah. you got to have that kind of clear picture, mm. right? And then to for you to go down to a meeting, normally, uh, I will get a client sign off already. Mm. That means I'm there to get work done, yeah. to understand them even better, and to get work done. So that when you go back home, you can actually start. Yeah, right? not not for me to sit there and let them milk me for ideas. Mm, milk milk you for ideas. Yeah. Is that something common? It can happen. It can they're, happen. They're, they're like fishing around and then they just ask you to come in and chit-chat, talk talk, and then try to get some ideas from you. That happen as well. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. But I guess <clears throat> for, for someone inexperienced, mm. it's very difficult to anticipate all these things. Well, you don't even know that 
something like that will happen, right? Like you, we would just think like the client is just being friendly. You want to network with the client, but you might not know that the, the client might actually be, as what you said, fishing for ideas. Yeah, because to me, it's like if you, by the time you go down for a meeting, mm. right, it's normally you're already, you're already going to get paid. To me, la, mm. yeah. Unless it's like, a, what do you call that? Sometimes we do visit studios for a presentation. Okay. Just to show them what we do. Yep. Yeah. And then hopefully, uh, normally that will happen when there's already some kind of a interest or talk of a job that's going to happen. Yep. And then, by the way, we just show you whatever folio that we have. Like, yep. This is what we do, blah, blah, blah. And then yep. you know the full spectrum of what we can do. Yeah. So stuff like that. I try to cut short on uh, wasting time like like going there and don't know what's happening and then it's like don't even know whether you're going to do the job or not. Uh, yeah. So you have to I guess filter out right from the get-go la, Yeah. perhaps Yeah, of course there are exceptions la, yeah. but then that's, that's the general rule la, because it's like no no point wasting time. Like, so they don't, sometimes they call you, they never even see your portfolio. Mm. Say, you can draw like, uh, can you come for a meeting? <laughs> I see, I see, I see. So it's, it, it, it'll, it'll be better off for the the, the, the creative to just yeah, straight waste. away filter out. Don't waste time, filter out. Yeah, yeah. But but that, that so it's that that filter got to, it comes with polish, it comes with age. Uh. <laughs> no, it comes to experience. You know what I mean? Age polish. Yeah, experience. like like you you know you know where like how to read the the, the situation and then you know is it worth going or not? Mm. Yeah. I would say all this is business etiquette. I would, I, I, I would consider all this falling under business etiquette, like a, like a business mind, because being creative, mm. you just want to do the work. You just want to explore your own artistic sensibilities, which I would imagine uh, it's very exploitable. <clears throat> I, I like this term of uh, I found in a book I can't remember what's the book title but it says that all creatives are eh, uh, all creatives are entrepreneurs mm. creative entrepreneurs yep. yeah you got to think like that you're not just a, a fine artist then you just survive on grants and you don't have to <laughs> you know yeah. you're lucky you get a gallery to represent you and yep. you don't have to do anything yep. right just do your painting and just hand up your work yep. and then end of story yeah we, we have to do a lot of stuff. We have to wear a lot of hats. In yep. fact, I, I, I kind of enjoy it. And that leads me to another point whereby how to build up your that business sense, mm. you have to work for somebody who is already doing it. You have to work. Is it like a, in a company or yeah, in yeah, whatever yeah. fashion? Yeah, like where I started out was, uh, I was, uh, after I graduated from uh, uh, Poly. Yes. I worked for two years in an architectural firm. Mm. So that was like, as a grant, I do all kind of shit. Yep. But then after that, I got opportunity through a friend's recommendation because I start to build my network. Mm. <laughs> I was lucky there's an opening. I got trained in-house as an interior designer. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so I worked as an interior designer. At that time, was like, you know, Pau Kaleao. Yep. It's a small studio, very interesting studio, but I get to learn and do everything from design quotation, uh, doing uh, tender documents oh, wow. to managing a site, yep. managing contractors, yep. everything. Mm. And it was like super tiring but oh, I learned so much. Yep. Yeah. So that is very important because a lot of them, I somehow I'm still quite uh, against young grads who just jump into it and start their own company mm. when they have no business experience. So in, inexperience, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, even, like even some people who work in the studio, mm. after five years, you ask them, hey, so and so. So you know that last time you did this job, right? Blah, blah, blah. Do you know how much it was quoted by a company? I don't know. I just mm. do the design. I understand. Hey, yeah. hey down there you're sleeping. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> just yep, design yep. and sleep. Ah. Yep. They're totally not aware. Or worst thing is sometimes due to the way the, the, the studio practice is, or because the studio boss is very protective, yep. they don't even allow you to go and meet the clients. Interesting. Which I feel is uh, uh, impair your, your, your growth. I somehow feel that it's very important for a creative to meet the client and then to know that, ah, so what, what kind of people you're facing that's yep. paying, your, paying yep. your fees, mm. you know? Yeah, so I had all that kind of experience since uh, my, my second job. Yeah, and it was super wonderful. La. You get to see all kind of shit, but you also learn a lot. Yeah. Do, you, do you think it's important for... I, I, I like the word creative entrepreneur. I think yeah. even more so today. But do you think it's important to uh, be very specialized in one thing? Or do you know a wide range of things so that you can have a, a wider scope of uh, jobs to get? Uh, of course, the more you know, the better. Mm. So that's why I... I I tell people that hey, the, the the route that I take to become an illustrator is super long. You know? It's like I didn't go to school and then come out and be, I'm an illustrator. <laughs> right? Not There's instant, nothing yeah. like that, you know? Yeah. Even, but, but I'm happy because along the way, I learned so many things. Yep. I learned, I, I pick up the Mac on my own. Oh, wow. Before that, I was, I was uh, doing like Windows or whatever, uh, using Windows uh, PC. Yep. Uh, learning a bit of AutoCAD. Yep. Uh, I know how to do all the read, all the building drawings, all the technical drawings. I can do that. I know how to deal with contractors. I know how to go down to their level and talk in a way they mm. understand from a production drawing. Yep. And manage people on site. Yep. There are all these yes. things you wouldn't yes. know yeah, wouldn't exactly. if you're hiding in the studio. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then I can interact with the client. You can talk the, the language that they talk. Yeah. yeah. And in fact, when we do the I do the design, I do the presentation. Oh, wow. Of course, my boss is there, la, yeah. but my boss is there to make sure everything goes okay Smoothly. and <laughs> he handles job, yeah. the money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But at the same time, we also try to find out like, hey, roughly how much was that project worth. Mm. Yeah. So, do you think it's common for like the designer to ask how, how much is it, how, how much is the project that they are doing though? No, nothing wrong. It depends on how you ask it. Mm. Right? Correct. If, if you, if, if it's like, if you're asking to understand how the studio work and why you need to work so hard for the boss, that's good, right? Mm. Rather than you, yeah, yeah, you know, like some people after one month at the job say, oh, next time, uh, uh, in two years time, I'm going to go out and set up my own company. Talking to the boss like that. Mm. You think the boss will be happy? Interesting. There are people like that. Okay. I've heard horror stories oh, like dear. that. <laughs> yeah, because like, Singapore is so small. Yep. The community is so small. No matter what you do, you try not to burn bridges, right? Mm. And you try to leave a good impression wherever you go. Yeah. It's like, you ask nicely, your attitude is good. People are more than willing to teach you. That's that's what I discovered along the way. Mm. Yeah. And just be humble. I think, yeah, that is, that is seriously very important. You help you in a long way. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Um, we talked about coding for projects. Yeah. I think I have a question because art has art 
illustration, yeah. everything under this banner is intrinsically very subjective. What you find worth a certain value yeah. might not be of a certain that same value to me. Right. So how... And when you add a layer of uh, it being transactional, like you have to get paid a certain amount to do X amount of work, yeah. it gets a bit tricky, doesn't it? Because how do you communicate this value that I think my art is worth this value to the 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 the, the person you're talking to? Mm. Yeah. So two things. First thing is you got to work out what is your so-called your minimum wage or your mm. hourly rate. Okay. Right. This is for you to know, not for the client to know. Mm. Okay. Then the other thing is, uh, what is your perceived value? Perceived value? Yeah. So what do you think you should get paid? Is that perceived value? Mm, to me, okay, the perceived value is like, when someone look at this, how much do you think they want to pay you for it? They want to pay you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah. Because the perceived value and what is your minimum wage, it should be you different. Know, it should it should be like that, you know, as time goes on. So it's all, uh, it's it going up? Grow. Oh, it it's should grow. Oh, it's grow. Right. It should grow. Right? Yep. It shouldn't be like, you know, Increasing. always like that. Yeah. Or, or worse, same. <laughs> yes. Stagnating is bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So it's like a lot of times, okay, the, the, I wasn't concerned about that until one fine day when, when one artist that I look up to who is doing very good work uh, make this remark. Because after I found out how much he quoted for a particular job that mm. I thought was worth more, mm. the the comment he gave was, uh, but it didn't take me that long. What? I took less than a day to do this. Mm. Then it's like, what? It's like, I know it took you less than a day because you're good. Yep. Right? Yep. But that shouldn't mean that you should charge half a day rate for that job. That job is worth more. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, because it's like, you you know that, okay, maybe you, you think... It's like, hey, half a day job, la, boom, boom, boom. That's it. La. Yeah, shouldn't cost me, you know, shouldn't charge so much. Yep. Right? That's because you're so good and you got so good because, okay, maybe you're naturally talented. Yep. But also because you work very hard to practice yep. until you get so good. Yep. Yeah. And then if you're going to charge like that all the time, how are you going to grow a business? Mm, it goes back to the creative entrepreneur thing. Yeah. yeah. Right? So at the same time, you're also building up a brand to grow that perceived value. Like why, why, they want to pay so much for a James Jean piece of work, yeah. you know, now. It's compared to, let's say, when when you first started out, Maybe when you still know for even, a comic yeah. book cover. Yeah, comic book covers pay very little. Uh, I, think right. he, I think he has, to, to sidetrack a bit, I think he, I remember him talking about uh, how much he was getting paid back then. Yeah. I think for one comic book cover, I might be I, I might be wrong, I remember wrongly, I think it's about 1,002 to 2,000 mm. just for one cover. Mm. I think no royalties, not like just flat. On cover. Yeah, I and think it it's depends all on right. how fast you can do it. Yeah. No, it is. They, they, I think the company owns all the rights for that artwork. Yeah. yeah, which is like wow, lower. Yeah. yeah. No, but 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 along the way he built up his brand, right? Until now, it's like it's different already. Six digits even. Yeah. yeah la. No, so that's how it should be, right? If you if you want to be it and uh it, for 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 good, yep. you have to build up your brand, and then that takes time, and then you you have to keep improving yourself and mm. do better and better stuff, working with better and better clients, yep. right? So it's 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 that thing that that magic sauce that you have, you know, that is different from oh, you only took me half a day to finish that job. But okay, so what we can establish that mm. it is not a race to the bottom. What I mean by that is like it's not like a race like who quotes lower. 
No, of course not. Okay. You're killing the whole market. You're killing yourself, mm. right? How to be sustainable, it's not sustainable like that? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So if, if once you know that it's a, wow, the client called in 15 artists to pitch for this job and then you know already it's like Fishing. the whoever code lowers will win. <laughs> mm-hmm. like, forget it, mm. you know? That's the unfortunate nature of yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, I'd rather stay at home and wank over my own drawing. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to emo music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I get more I think fun out of it. It's, it's interesting you brought up that example because yeah. it feels like unless someone who really co- is, is concerned about the, the state of things in the industry, mm. they won't point it out. You, you get what I mean? It feels like someone, it feels like the, the, the type of scenario that it's because you heard of it yeah. and you're concerned about how the, the, the community functions and you point it out to him yeah, and if privately, someone didn't privately. do it, yeah, if someone yeah. didn't do it, yeah. he might not realize he's his value. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. No, I, I mean, it's like you, you can say, "Hey, wow, you very busy body, yeah. It's like not your business, none of your business, what?" But it's, like, it's our business because it will affect everyone in the long run, mm. right? It's like, "Hey, so and so is so wonderful, so good, so fast, yep. and he just so little." Why so the clients so will have a perceived notion that anyone maybe under his level is going to get lower and lower and yeah. he's like a smaller budget for it and it trickles down. Yeah. I I, I just feel that it's like uh, it's something that you have to earn uh, that 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 value mm. of why you're worth more. Yeah. Why? You're, you're working more. towards that. You know what I mean? It's like building up the value, building up the brand that when they ask so and so to do this, you know, they ask TYC, they know mm. what they're going to get mm. and then that's why it's worth paying more. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. I would like to wrap up with yep. two questions. I think... Well, I think two more questions. Two more questions. <laughs> Bear okay. with me. Okay. I, think, I think this is very interesting because you are... To me, you're definitely a veteran. You have a lot of experience. So I think... Oh man, oh man, yes. Oh man. Okay. <laughs> if you don't mind uh, <clears throat> me asking, how, how old are you this year? 56. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> very cool. Um, What do you think of art being used as social commentary? Because in recent months, we had the Hong Kong riots mm. in Hong Kong. And what was interesting out of the entire debacle that is, mm. is that there is a lot of art is being used as a form of protest. Mm. I remember seeing, uh, I remember someone sharing like this animation video they did of their, the, the protesters' demands. And mind you, it is a really, really tight animation. Mm. About three minutes, mm. very fluid. So, mm. What is your your take on art being used as a medium for free speech, a medium as social commentary? Is it does art the art that the artists do does it reflect the times? Because art in his in historical times has often been used as a as a very real gauge of how society is being. Yeah, of course you have people skewing in a different way with propaganda. Yeah, very very clear examples in history. But I just want to know what are your thoughts on those. Topics. Um, I, I think we are artists. We're also humans. Mm. We're also human being, right? It's like in, in a sense that we have feelings, and we have particular political ideas or affiliation, or or you you know whose side you're on. Like leanings, right? Yeah, yeah. leanings. Yeah, yeah. So for sure, it's like this being your voice, uh, the the, the whatever you do, and being a tool of communication. I don't I don't feel why is it so bad that you should use it as a as a means to to kind of like champion a particular cause. Mm. I think it's a good thing. 
you're not dead, you're not a piece of wood. Yeah. You know, and you're not just a money-making machine. Mm. <laughs> you know, you actually have feelings and it you care. It is still expression, you, right? You yeah. care for the community. That's why you want to say something, right? Mm. It's, you're not a, you're not a someone, you're not a bootlicker or whatever. You mm. just feel like, hey, you know, this is so unfair. I need to say something about this. Mm. Yeah, that's why I, I always have respect for those people who manage to carve out time from their busy schedule to to make a comment about this with the art that uh, in a way that they know best. Yeah, I think it shows that hey, this is this is this shows that our community or our culture is not dead. Mm. Right? It's growing, it's responding to the times. Yep. Yeah. I think this will bridge into my last question, which is yeah. about social media. Yeah. Uh, two sub-questions. Because one, Instagram is a, a very big part mm. of our daily lives and mm. how we interact with it. And if you follow enough artists on Instagram, whenever someone, an, an artist tries to share maybe their political leanings, mm. you get a fair share of people supporting it. Mm. And oftentimes, you also get a fair share of people asking the artist, mm why are you doing this? I'm mm. following you. Mm. It oftentimes gets to a very di- divisive stance because politics inherently is very divisive. What you yeah. believe in might not be what I believe in. Yeah. So I don't, I'm very curious to know what is your take on social media? Because to me, being 56, having been doing this for three decades, mm. plus plus, mm. you have seen, you, you have grown or you have seen how Singapore has changed. Mm. You have seen how the way we've communicated has changed. You have seen how technology has changed mm-hmm. from going to libraries, mm-hmm. having internet, mm-hmm. having the power of the internet in the palm of your hands. Yeah. What, whatever you're holding right now, you can just access it. Right. How has that affected the way you create? And how do you perceive it? Mm. Was it terrifying <clears throat> when the internet came? Or was it exciting? Yeah, I'm just very curious to know because it's not every day that I get a chance to talk to someone who has kind of just seen through everything. And they're off today in 2020, there are mm. talks of how within the next 10 years, mm. a lot of the jobs, a lot of the manual labor mm. that we are doing now will mm. get taken away just by ro- uh, robotics, artificial intelligence AI, because yeah. it is cheaper. So I'm just curious to know what what, what are your thoughts on, on all these? Because you, you've seen how we have shifted from industrial revolution now to the tech revolution. Now there's the, the burgeoning uh, beginnings of the fourth revolution, which is AI. Yeah. Yeah. Um... How how to put it? Okay, it's like the the one that you talk about uh politics mm. dividing uh the your fan even base, your yeah. fan base yeah. yeah um I would say who whoever is following this particular artist they have to be they have to they have their own free speech and free rights as well what mm. this is their their page this is their art mm. they can do anything they want yep if you like it you follow if not then you fuck off yep. Right. Yep, I agree. There's, there's, you cannot just say, hey, I'm following you because I like your art. You cannot talk about politics. <laughs> it's like, huh? What? Yeah. You pay me? Uh? It's, it's, <laughs> it's oftentimes very questionable, but you, it, it's kind of like, okay, trolls are a thing online and people like to bait people into conversations and no, just right. rile emotions. Yeah. yeah, just ignore them because it's like, you, you just got to be true to yourself if you feel this is important yeah. and you want to put it out there and it's like, you, you the only way you know best is through your art. By all means, mm. you're being true to yourself. This is something that you feel deeply. That's why you want to put this out there. Not because someone pay you and then you just want to do a bootlicking piece yep, to, yep. To, to, to get paid yep. to satisfy the crowd. I mean, it's like whatever, you know? Mm. Yeah. So, 
I will ignore these people. La. Yeah, just do what you have to do. Mm. Then the other thing about the changes, yep. of course the changes is scary. Okay, I think I, I didn't witness one thing personally, but I saw and heard mm-hmm. was uh, in the late 90s. So going on to year late, 2000. Okay. Late 90s, uh, we actually had a senior designer showing us, uh, we are trying to do something and then he said, oh, if only this guy is still in the business. I said, what guy? He said, oh, then he pulled out some stuff to show us. Hand engraved illustration. Huh? Hand engraved. What? It's like it's like he painted in ink, but he kind of like almost like a scraper board kind of thing. But not 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 fully la. It's yeah. like it's like a hack, la, but yeah. it looks damn good. La. Yeah. And this guy uh couldn't cope with the technology because of computers, blah blah blah. Yeah. And then he kind of like stopped doing it already. So that was one. Mm. I, I saw that. Then the other one was personally was when uh, 2000, uh, in 90s to 2000, early 2000, maybe up to 2010, yep. we had a lot of annual reports. In fact, work, making illustration for annual reports was like my main business. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's like uh, very boring around the numbers, everything. And then all the, the, the annual reports will be like done, will have the most so-called budget la, for production. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they print nice papers, like, wow, very nice photography or very nice illustration. Then we'll get to do the illustration, blah, blah. So that, but then after that, you you, you start seeing that, hey, they start slashing the budget and then after that, what well, that whole segment just die off. Oh. Yeah. In fact, very seldom do you see uh, like people actually print annual reports. I think the only one that I can think of now is the, what's the famous one? Uh, the one that won a lot of awards. The Japan one? No, no, no. The one in Singapore. The one that... Is it the Anatomy book one? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. <sighs> Just escaped me suddenly. I, I can't remember what's the name. So that, that's, that kind of stuff. It used to be like a lot. It was like a big pool of projects that you mm. can you can Because get. it needs to be done in a, yeah, yeah, in a yeah. certain fashion. Yeah, right? and then the, every company want to outdo each other. They want to want it to look really good. Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> so that whole segment just died off like that. And then we have to figure out... Hey, Wow. 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 Is it going to come back? Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's never going to come back. Not to yeah. that, that degree. Really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have to find, figure out, like, follow, evolve, and then figure out what else to do so that uh, you, you have something, some bread to put on the table. I understand. You know? so, so part of being, <clears throat> going back to what we talked about, yeah. creative entrepreneur is being fluid. Yeah. Because when you, when you say, when you, you realize that, you have to adapt. <clears throat> yeah, you have to learn new stuff. Interesting. Yeah. I've done so much shit that's not illustration back then just to put food on the table. Yeah. But some people say, hey, it's not illustration. I, I'm an illustrator. I don't do this. Then you die. Ah. <laughs> yeah, interesting. yeah, that's true. That is true. What do I want to ask? Mm. Mm. Fuck, I forgot what I wanted to ask. No worries, no worries. Uh, yeah. I guess we can wrap up then. <laughs> cool, cool, <laughs> Took cool. enough. Thank you for your time. Um, is there anything that you would like want to, you would want to share your Instagram, your socials, whatever? Anything you want to plug? Where can people find your art? Uh, on Instagram. Okay. Uh, at my flyer. Mm. Yeah, so it's uh, my India, November, December. Okay. <laughs> uh, France. Okay. London. Okay. Yokohama. Echo, Russia. <laughs> Wonderful. Mind flyer. Okay. I remember what I wanted to ask. Okay. Yeah. Have you noticed trends mm. in the industry? Mm. Like as you said, there was one time people were favoring annual reports a lot and there was yeah. a dip. Are you able to see what is currently trending now? 
trending now. Yeah. As in, what's, what's... What do clients want these days? Mm, Just as a closing, not, yeah. I think what what okay, that's that's the thing. I think somehow a lot of clients are still kind of like they want to play second fiddle to a certain extent. It's like oh, whoever done whichever brand done this, it's like oh, I want to be something like that. Mm. So far la, that's what we have been uh, experiencing yeah. Nobody wants to be the first one to try something new. Mm. Yeah, so I'm not so in tune as to like, oh, what is the latest and what is catching on? But what I think uh, is a so-called lucrative market or or a nice kind of project to have, of course, is uh, with brand associations. Uh. Brand associations? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That means it's like you work yourself up to a certain level whereby you, you get uh, commissioned by brands to do some things for them. Mm. Yeah. I think that is uh, those are nice projects to have now mm. at this age and then quite a lot of them can even be kind of like a spin-off from actually things that you did as your personal work. What do you mean by that? No, it's like I always believe that all the creatives should have personal projects on top of their commercial work. Okay. Yeah. Because sometimes you can get so lost in the commercial thing that you forgot what your first love was or mm. what is it that you're trying to pursue creatively. So I think it's, it's like, it's always a, a wonderful to see like creatives doing their own personal work and posting it up there because I think that in the long run will speak more about the artist than anything. Mm. And then sometimes you never know what you put out there, who's going to see yep. it. It may catch on and someone may actually commission a project out of that. And it'd be like a side business or whatever from no that. and it's exactly what you want because you did it out of your own personal interest mm. yeah so it's important to grow as an artist and to not lose track of what you actually liked in the beginning yes yeah and do more personal work and do <laughs> <laughs> that's brilliant closing yeah. um, thank you for your time Michael okay, thank, thank you, you. Th- thank you for sharing wisdom with us wow thank you for listening thanks <laughs> thanks for listening we hope you enjoyed the episode and feel inspired Don't forget to keep posted for the next one. And if you really liked what you got, give us a follow.